Greetings. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 18 of the Legacy Drawing Board, the podcast experience and journey that wants you to build a stronger, more meaningful legacy by embracing good design principles. I'm your host, Ron Fong, and it's my duty and responsibility as a host to put you, the audience, first. Let's acknowledge where you are. Do you identify yourself as a leader? Are you a parent? a volunteer for your church, civic, or community organization? Are you the head of a certain project at work? All these things entail leadership. For this episode, my definition of a leader is someone who's charged with growing resources. Resources may come in the form of money, time, responsibility, or overseeing other people's time. That means that someone is trusting you with resources. And how will you respond with that trust? I'm going to refer to the parable uh, of talents in the book of Matthew in the Bible. In it, Jesus talks about a master who entrusted talents, a weight of precious metals, to three servants. The first servant, he gave five talents. The second one, two. And the third one, he gave one. And he said to him, be responsible for this. He left for a time, and then he returned, and he asked, what did you do with your talents? The first one, who had five, said, Master, I went out, I invested it, and it grew five more talents, basically doubled his investment. To which the master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. The second one with the two talents did the same thing, went out, grew it, and returned an investment of two talents to the master. And then finally, the third servant said, Master, I took your talent and I buried it in the ground and here it is, back to you. To which the uh, master admonished him saying, you were given a responsibility and you did not execute it. So why is this important? Because with leadership comes, with stewardship comes leadership. And with leadership comes your legacy. And as I mentioned in previous and in a previous episode, if there's no leadership, there's no legacy. Again, for those of you who might be joining for the first time, what is a legacy? A legacy is the accumulation of your every thought, word, and deed. It's basically the message that you will be sending when you're gone. And even when you're here, what message are you sending? And with leadership, it comes. it's a key component to everyone's legacy. I can't imagine anyone in any, at every, any particular station or period in your life in which leadership's not important. Perhaps you're in your 20s and you're starting a new job. You are growing and you're learning. And the expectation is that you'll be able to take on new responsibilities. And after a time, you'll be mentoring people. So leadership is very important in your professional life. In your personal life, perhaps you have now a new stage, entered a new stage of life. Perhaps you become a parent because you, or you entered a new relationship, or you're taking care of an aging parent. All these things involve you to grow new skills and to demonstrate leadership qualities. Leadership, again, an integral part of your legacy. I'm going to refer to a children's story to get up to to hopefully make the point of why stewardship is important in your legacy. It's the stone soup story, and I think many people are familiar with it. 
I'll try to give a relatively brief recap. The story begins with an elderly man who comes upon a village in the dead of winter. And this village has nothing. They feel they have nothing. There's no food. They're starving. And the elderly man looks around and he sees the despair on people's face. And he takes the time to inquire. He asks, what is wrong? And they said, we have nothing to eat. We're starving. We're on the verge of death. And the elderly man looks around. He says, no, I think there's a solution. Let me help you. He says, I'm going to make stone soup. And people were astonished. What stone soup? What is this that we're going to develop? And he says, don't worry. Trust me for right now and we'll have stone soup and you will not starve. He gave them instructions to bring the biggest pot that they could find, a big, huge kettle. So they did it, put it in the middle of the village and built a fire to start heating the water. And then he says, now find me the biggest rock you can find, or biggest stone. They did, and they hoisted it into the kettle, the pot. He brings it to a simmer. It starts boiling. And then he takes a spoon and he tastes it. He says, oh, it's almost there. This is going to be delicious. He says, perhaps, though, it could use just a little something. Does anyone have any vegetables, perhaps some beets, some carrots, anything in which to just give it a little bit of body, a little bit of flavor? So some of the villagers went back to their homes and they were able to bring about something, some type of produce, and they all contributed. He throws it in and he stirs again. He waits a little bit of time and then he tastes it. And he says, we're almost there. It's getting there. We're making progress. However, it just needs just a little something to really make it uh, a memorable meal. He says, does anyone have any bit of meat left over? And he asks, and the villagers went back into their respective homes and brought out little bits of chicken, little bits of beef, whatever they could find. And again, he takes it, he puts it into the pot, and he stirs it again. He tastes it and says, we are almost there. This is going to be delicious. Finally, he asks for some spices and seasoning. He says, this will really bring about everything. And it is the final, this is just what we need for right now. Uh, at this moment. So the villagers go back again and they search the cupboards and came back with some seasoning, some spices, and he throws it into the pot. Now, as you can imagine, he brings it about, uh, to a boil, simmers it, and then he starts ladling it out to everyone. And everyone takes uh, a taste of it. And says, this is delicious. Oh my goodness, this is amazing. Uh, stone soup is the best I've ever had. And they were rejoicing and they realized that they were not going to starve. All right, what's the point of the story? The point of the story is about leadership in terms of stewardship. Let's take the elderly man and his uh, responsibility and what he took on, it was his undertaking as a leader. First of all, he provided clarity. He said, I'm going to make you soup. Very simple, straightforward, and clear. He says, I'm going to meet your needs. Second, he provided updated communication. It's very important in leaders that it's about relationships. It's about building relationships and maintaining relationships. And to understand people, what's the progress that's going on when people entrust you with something? Are you going to give them updates as to what's going on? Are they going to be kept in the dark and they'll be just surprised at the end one way or the other? No, at each uh, time in which he asked for a resource, he gave them an update. Albeit it was kind of simple, 
And you might even think it might be a little bit misleading that he was stalling for time, but he did give them updates. He involved others by asking. Leaders don't demand. Leaders don't bark orders. Leaders don't threaten. Leaders ask. It's an invitation to draw people in, to be part of something that is bigger, something that's for the greater good. He asked, can you provide me with this? Can you provide me with the vegetables, the meat, and the seasonings? It was an ask. People believed in what they were accomplishing. They saw it for the eyes. It was right in the open. Again, the transparency, the lines of communication, exchange were clear. And they were able to see with their own eyes what was happening. Finally, he provided them with the means to be sustainable. They rejoiced at the end. They knew that the next time they were hit with hardship, whether it's because of famine, whether it's because of weather, whatnot, they knew that they now had the formula, the roadmap, the path to get out of that situation. They had the resources, they had the know-how, and the experience of being able to overcome adversity. Many valuable lessons in this children's story about leadership and stewardship. Why am I talking about stewardship and leadership? It's because it's vital in all aspects of your life. If you're in, for those of you in the business world, you know that we always talk about how things aren't going well because we're siloed. One department doesn't know what the other one is doing. There's a lack of communication. There's overlap, there's inefficiency. And that's because there's not that clarity of communication and keeping people apprised. That's where leadership comes in. It's not about necessarily inventing something. It's about keeping the lines of communication clear and being able people to understand each other and understand that we have great deal of resources. It's a matter of alignment. And that, again, comes from design. Leadership in terms of your home. Are you being clear? Are you taking your family to the next level? Perhaps you have young children and they're about to enter adolescence, a very tumultuous time in which they're going to need leadership from you as a parent. Are you taking care of an elderly parent? Leadership, because perhaps for whatever reason, your parent is not able to take care of him or herself, and now you have to provide clear direction and the ability to execute upon that. Everywhere we go, every aspect of your life, there's going to be a need, a call for leadership. And it's not about just asking for more money, a bigger budget. It's about being a good steward of the resources that you have or understand that you do have resources. And one of the biggest resources and most valuable resources you have is other people, their trust, their expectations, that they're willing to follow you. That is a big resource and how will you respond when you come to those moments in which people will say to you lead us I trust you that is going to be a very powerful aspect of your legacy because how you respond and how you meet that challenge is going to send a very loud and clear and powerful message I referenced Dieter Rams the influential industrial designer as uh, for principles of good design, uh, uses 10 uh, principles. Let's take, let's look at the story through his lens and see if there is design here, the elements of design. 
Dieter Ram's first principle is innovation. I think the elderly man saw things in a different light. Not so much invention of something new, but be able to see things differently. And he did. He saw that the resources were there and the village didn't wasn't able to take advantage of that. By having a fresh perspective, a fresh voice, he was able to lead. Good design is useful. Did he meet a need? Absolutely. An urgent, dire need that he took clear steps to address. Very useful. Was he unobtrusive? Going back, he asked people to come in. He asked people to be part of this. He didn't yell. He didn't threaten. He maintained an even tone and he got people motivated through respect and through kindness. So again, the unobtrusiveness. Leadership is not about being in someone's face or coming in and saying, I'm the new sheriff in town, my way of the highway. No, that's not leadership. And you're not going to be a good steward of people's trust and their resources. Long lasting. Absolutely. It gets back to the fact that good design is going to be here for generations. Uh, the principles of it will make something that is going to be sustained, sustainable throughout time. Here, the leader, uh, the elderly man, provided people with a path to sustainability the next time they're going to be in a similar situation. In a previous episode, I talked about uh, Dieter Rams in, in terms of the principle of something being environmentally friendly. And I took a slight detour of that. And I said, is your design ecosystem friendly? And that's the fact that it's the engagement with people within your ecosystem. Um, things aren't static. There's interaction. Here, I think that he was very ecosystem friendly. He came into a place, did not displace anyone, did not uh, disrupt anyone, and he was respectful of whatever resources they had, and they were able to utilize right then and there just by going back to their homes. They didn't have to construct any new buildings. They didn't have to plow new lands or whatever. So the fact is that he respected what was going on in the village, respected the people who were there because he knew that they were going to be there for the long term and that he was going to come and go. But nonetheless, is that he was very friendly with that ecosystem and he built relationships. He built the bonds. Uh, I think this story uh, shows leadership and it shows the legacy and how by applying the principles of good design, you can achieve a stronger, more meaningful legacy. You have given me your time. You have invested your time in me, which I am very grateful for. Now comes to the point is, did I practice what I preach? With your gift and your trusted time, did I make a return on your investment? Did I grow it from what you uh, were expecting for your time? And now here, did it provide you new insights? Did it provide you with a direction? Or was I like the third servant in which I basically buried your time and you go away thinking, what a waste of time. I would have been better off had I invested my time in something else. Those are key questions and I do want to know. It's important that I get feedback from your comments, your critiques as to whether these episodes are meeting the challenge of helping you build a stronger legacy. 
please let me know. My email address is rfong at truenorthshepherding.com. And I want to thank uh, Rolanda Holmes for following me on the Podbean uh, platform. I appreciate all the people who have listened. I appreciate you, again, entrusting me with your time, uh, the most precious of commodities. Next episode, I'm going to kind of continue this stone theme. I'm going to talk about stones in the road. Stones in the road are used to mark a passage, a journey. It could be show where you've gone and perhaps even point to where you're going. It could be something that you gathered together as a monument to signify something of significance. Next episode, we'll talk about what stones are in the road are you leaving? What's the trail that you're leaving? Is it going to help someone else elevate to, to, to something better? Is it something which there's a monument, there's a statement that you're going to say, this is a value in which I want everyone to know, and it's very important. And when people come to a certain cross in their life, you have left a significant monument there to guide them, to encourage them. Again, thank you very much for your time. And until next episode, please invest your time to incorporate the designs of good principle to build a stronger, more meaningful legacy. Because when you do, we all benefit. Thank you.